Hey, what's up, everybody? This your girl, Jayla White, and you're listening to the Created to Be Creative podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become more creative or those who do not understand that they are created to be created by the creator. Creativity is a spiritual thing, but it's also natural as well. I welcome you to the greatest show on earth, created to be a creator. Today, we are talking about the creative power of prayer. I have probably the best person in the world, which is my mom, or as y'all know, Darlene Bell here, to talk about the creative power of prayer. Darlene Bell, introduce yourself. You did a great job of it. Hi, I'm Darlene. Um, I'm an intercessor prayer warrior. Um, I'm a social worker by trade. Um, I own my own case management business. I'll put that plug out there for you all. For traumatic brain injury uh, people that are age 21 to 64. Um, and, hey, that's me. I have a, I'm have a mother of one, queen. And that's it, Jayla. <laughs> so you own your own business? Yes, what, I do. What made you decide to own your own business? Well, basically, it was... <clears throat> Something I wanted to do all my life. Something I always had in my mind and always had a plan for. So I know it's destined by God. But it took a push from my from you to see you walk out your dreams because you came to me and told me, Mom, I'm going to start my own business and kept showing me plans. And I was like, man, I've been planning my business forever. And it, it you walked yours out. And I said, you walked it out without delay. And I was like, God, when you told me, I was like, whatever you do, just make sure it can make you some money. Um, and, and I'm there to support you. And I supported you and I watched you do everything and did it so effortlessly that I said, hey, God, you said that you could do all things through Christ who gives me the script. And excuse me, I watched you do it which was something that pushed me to step out on faith, and I did it. So, prayer. Mm-hmm. We're going to hop right in. What is prayer? Prayer, prayer is um, praying God's word to release his power, his divine promises on the earth for his people. It's a, it's a creative power of your pretty much your tongue, the creative world that God gave you to create your world, to create his vision for earth. And for our life, right? And for our life, which is what I was saying, for our life. Yeah. So the creative power. So like you said, with the tongue, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we, we be praying for, you know, heart and not really what we what we should pray for. We pray what we want to pray for. Mm-hmm. How do we know we're praying God's will over our life? How do you know you're praying God's will is when you're praying his word. When you're praying the word of God, that's his will. If it's in his Bible and it's a promise, it's his will. So what about a new Christian coming into the faith? Having to learn how to pray isn't as easy. It's kind of hard. It's not even really hard, but sometimes kind of scary building up the courage to be able to pray and and learning how to pray. Like, cause you're like, what am I saying? Like, am I, am I doing it right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically 
That's easy because usually when you're a new Christian, you got zeal. That zeal puts you in the Bible. It makes you read scripture. I would tell a new Christian to get the Proverbs and the Psalms, open it up because it's a book of promises. Read those promises out loud, insert your name. You're declaring and decreeing God's promises over your life. That is you lining yourself up to what God is willing for your life. I would search the Bible for what I'm believing for as a new Christian. Write it down and read those promises over your life. Because basically, that's what the Bible is. It's the B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth. That's the instructions that God gave us to put in the atmosphere to create what God is calling to earth. So you kind of said something there. You kind of hone on um, declarations. Mm -hmm. So there's a thing that I've been noticing is declaration prayers. Mm -hmm. Um, Our pastor gets up and do it once a month over the tithes and Mm -hmm. offering, right? Mm -hmm. And he declares over our life and Mm -hmm. we stand up showing that we receive that part of our life, right? Mm -hmm. So declaration prayers, you can make your own declaration prayer over your life, correct? Of course. The word of God says if you declare a thing, and decree it, it shall be established on earth. So, uh, a declaration prayer is, we are ambassadors. We're ambassadors for Christ. And if you know the what an ambassador is, an ambassador makes declarations and decrees, and, and it's established. So, what we're here to do, just, just say, if, let's, let's say a judge. If a judge declare that you're innocent, it's done. Nobody can revert that. It's done. So you have to make a declaration what God promised to say. And he He say, whatever, whatsoever you declare and decree, it is done. That means you're the ambassador. You can declare and decree. That's why you have to be careful what you say. Mm-hmm. You have to let it line up to God's original plan and purpose for your life. Yeah. Once it line up to his original plan, purpose for your life, you start making declarations, just like you did when you wanted your business. You made some declarations, you wrote it down, because I taught you, whatever you want, pray to God, even when you were little, if you wanted something for Christmas, pray to God, you had to write it down, because we, you were coming up in a single home, in a single parent home, and the only thing I knew was a rich God, yeah. I knew a rich God. I knew my father had owned a cattle upon a thousand years mm-hmm. because his words say that cattle is money. Yeah. I knew he, my daddy was rich. So. And she's talking about Jesus, y'all. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my, my supernatural dad, my spiritual, my daddy, daddy. So um, I would tell you to line that word up, place, tell, tell the Lord what you want. Find your scripture for it and declare and decree it. Yeah. You did. That's what you did all your life, and you didn't see it come. God would send people to bring it. The Word of God say, all you have to do is think a thing, and you'll have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so you kind of said something there. Um, expectations. You know, like sometimes we expect God to give us stuff, but sometimes we're not in position or in the right posture to receive mm-hmm. what we're you got to expecting. Be, you got to be in position and posture, and you have to expect it. But before you can expect it, you got to see it. Yeah. So that's why God, that's that's the part about creative. That's how creative prayer is. When you're praying to God, his promises, he said, keep me in remembrance of my word. 
but also the word of God says, see, because the word of God could go up and it, it could go across, but it could come back down. Because one thing the word of God say is, I, he say, whatsoever you shall ask me for, that he would give it to you. So when you, before you even get to asking, you find your scripture. And when you ask it, he said, keep me in remembrance of my, of my, of my word. And every time you s- say the word, you start seeing it. Because he said, the more you, what's, whatever is in, in the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Yeah. So the more you recite his word, the more his word get in your heart. And the more your, thank you, Holy Ghost. And the more your mouth speak what he's saying. So it comes out of whatever in the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So let's say, for instance, I'm believing God for a new home. And I have no scripture. I haven't sold no seed. I, I haven't gotten anything, any, any other stuff lined up. Of what I'm seeing, I'm just saying, I'm believing God for a house. But he said faith without works is what? Dead. Okay, so you got to put the work in with it. Mm-hmm. How, people think, oh, me putting in the work is me going out hustling and doing this. No, no. Then you're depending on you. Yeah. To depend on God is is when you get when you get your scripture. And God's in the word of God, he said that he'll give you houses that you did not what? Build. Okay. So if God going to give you houses you didn't build, you need to write that scripture down. Mm-hmm. Write that house. This even before you going out to look. Write that house down. What you are believing God for. Find every scripture on God say he will give you what he's going to give you. And he said he'll give you a seedly, abundantly, far above. You can ask or even think. Mm-hmm. You don't thought on it because the thought was the house. Yeah. Okay, you probably thinking little. <laughs> probably thinking little. He said he'll give you more than what you're thinking. Yeah. So you get that. You write that scripture down. You get your seed in your hand because you got to put seed to it. Mm-hmm. You need to sow it into the kingdom of God. You sow that seed into the kingdom and you start prophesying it. And you keep saying it until you see it. There's a scripture in the Bible where the Lord laid his hands on in Mark, where he laid his hands on the man's eyes and the man said, he said, the blind man and the blind man, he said, can you see? And the blind man said, I see men dancing as trees. To me, that was a supernatural scripture because that scripture said he had to see in the spirit realm before he seen it in the natural. When God spit in his eyes again and touched it, he said he could see. So first, in order to see it in the natural, you got to see it in the spiritual. So you got to see yourself walking in that house before you obtain that house, mm-hmm. you know, or before you obtain what you're believing for. You're believing for a car. You believe because God said he will give you sweatless victory. He said that you don't even have to, you know, the that you ain't got to labor for without sorrow. Yeah. You say sweatless and sorrow yeah. without sorrow. I don't want to be worried. If it's something I'm worried about at the point I'm worried, then it ain't mine no more. Cause my dad ain't paying for it. I ain't relying <laughs> on him. That's how that go. That's how that go. That's how that go. Honey. Let's talk about uh, praying though, like praying over your seat. So let's talk about in the Bible, right? Uh-huh. We're going to dive into praying more, what the Father's will, right? Because mm-hmm. he left us an outline. He left us a cheat code. He gave us an outline. That's Psalms 23. 
He said, pray, pray, Abba, Father, which is art in heaven. That's you're going to the highest part of the throne room, because if you look at heaven, it's set up like a courtroom. So you're going into the throne room. You, you're going on behalf of a friend going to their friend or a child. Going, you're saying our father to the father. And you're going to your father, but you're honoring him. You're at your, you're kneeling at your feet. When you say Abba Father, that puts you in a position of kneeling. That's like, I, I'm, you're above all things. You're giving him glory which are in heaven, hallowed be thou name. I'm, I'm, I'm just glorifying you. That gets you in position, and it opens the door like, oh, my son calling me, let me answer. My daughter calling me, let me open the door. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. It opens the door. It gets you in the gate. Yeah. It gets you in there and say, hey, daddy, at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a difference between um, praying to the father mm -hmm. regularly or just having a communication, mm -hmm. being able to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Then you have declaration prayers, mm -hmm. but you also have another thing that's seen a lot in the church called warfare prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's go into that. Wait, wait a minute. Before you go there, I'm going to go back to that where you said like the different parts of prayer and praying, you know, praying to the father and going to him at a, um, there's one called praying without cease. I know a lot of people always get tripped up on. They don't, okay, how do you pray without cease? That's an all-day prayer. He said, watch as well as pray. He said, pray without cease. That's like if God lays something on your heart about something, you pray about it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. If, say if I'm, I'm walking in the grocery store and Sally Sue, just a random name, God put Sally Sue on my heart, and I ain't talked to her in a while. I'm like, God, what you put Sally Sue on my heart for? I ain't talked to her in a while. <laughs> the Holy Ghost quickens your heart to pray for people. Yeah. So that's a without cease prayer. That's like, well, Lord, whatever is going on with her, unless you want me to dive in deeper, I ask that you heal, honor, or send angels to minister to her. Yeah. You, you know, whatever God quicken you to. But that's like a prayer without cease. That's like if I'm driving in my car and I'm just meditating to the Lord, I just start praying. You pray, pray in your heavenly tongues. That's, mm -hmm. you know, with the doubt cease. That's another form of prayer. That's a form of prayer. So warfare prayer. Warfare prayer, which is one that seems like I get to a lot, but... Because you love the warfare prayer. Like, it ain't that I no love No matter it. whatever she's doing in life, she can be praying regular. Next thing you know, she in warfare. That's that's an intercessor's call. I remember waking up with oil on my forehead. Yes, yes, yes. And, and because when you got kids and you got a family, one thing I've learned in reading the Word of God in Genesis in the beginning Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The word destroy means to take out. The word destroy means to demolish. It means to take your whole, not just you, but your whole family line. That gets into generational stuff. That gets into that where he wants to take your whole family line and wipe it out. He don't want no more of you and your family either. So that puts you in, in the position that you better war for your family. You better go in there and uproot some things that family members 
who knew and didn't know, who set up altars with the enemy, which is deep. I can't go that deep because y'all ain't ready for that. They ain't ready for that yet. This right. is just episode one. This is the foundation. It's the foundation. But you better warfare and tap some things that that's been set up that you didn't even know. Generational. Generational. Generational curses and and you better cut them up. You better uh, and cut up them altars. And you have to go in there. And, and, and the way you do that, because a lot of people say, I don't know how to do that. Yes, you do. But you better get in your word. You got to dive into the word of God. You got to get off your lazy hands and read the Bible. Don't pray no whining prayers. Oh, Lord, if you could do it, do it. If you would do it. Well, he don't say if I could. He say I will. Open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You not have room to receive. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He said he will. He never said if he could. He's, he's all powerful. And we got to believe that he's an all powerful God. So, you know, that's that's how you pray that kind of prayer. That's how you, that's how you, um, go to the father you go with scripture you go with the bible don't get somewhere trying to get get with your eyes shut you better open your eyes he said watch and pray he said shut your eyes and pray he said watch and pray get your word watch the word watch what's going on you get your children you look at them you see what they do you watch you put your eyes on you watch and you pray you look at them. I used to get you. I would watch you. And I see stuff that you were doing. If you start acting up some kind of way, and I would look and say, now that didn't come from me. That came from another line. I don't know who that came from, but I cancel it. And I start canceling it by the power of God in the name of Jesus. You always use his name. You, don't, you go in your own power you want to. They'll eat you up. <laughs> so let's talk about praying for your family. Oh, I got caught up there. You got caught up a little bit. <laughs> but glory to God, that's all right. All right, uh, she drinking a Sprite and tapping. You got to tell her my business. Got to tell her because if you, she burps loud, y'all know why. So let's talk about that's praying nice. for your family because when I grew up, we would always pray. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we would read the Bible, but we mm-hmm. would pray more so. Mm-hmm. And people be like, oh, I prayed today. I prayed over my food. I did this. Mm-hmm. A lot but, of people don't even pray over their food no more. I haven't seen a lot of people praying over their food mm-hmm. lately. They're just eating stuff, just ingesting it. So why they don't pray over their food no more? What do Pe- you think it people, is? People have gotten to the point where stuff just coming to them that they feel like, oh, I'm okay. I'm covered. And you might be covered, but people <laughs> can do stuff. And can find a way in if you ain't built up. You better plead the blood over it. This right here, stuff right here going on. You best pray over it. I drunk this drink. And I before I took a swallow, the first I said, Father, I thank you. And I cover it and I plead your blood over it. Anything in it, not of you, take it out. Because lately people been finding stuff in their drinks. You better pray over it. They better pray over these drinks. I pray over everything I touch because, hey. Nothing can penetrate the blood of Jesus. <laughs> so let's talk about praying with your family, praying over your family. Mm-hmm. You, you plead the blood over them. Plead the blood. Like I just said, nothing can penetrate the blood. And even if you don't have a family yet. Pray for them. Pray for those you know and don't know. I've been praying for my grandchildren. I ain't got not a one in sight. I know I, know I got them. I've been praying for them since, since I even had a child. 
When I learned the word of God, my spiritual mother told me, you pray over your children and the children seen and unseen. I pray for my, my line, yeah. my lineage, because I got an inheritance that they will gain. So if I don't teach them about the inheritance, if I never taught you about the inheritance, inheritance, you would have never accessed the things of God that you've accessed. If I've always, if, that's one thing you got to learn as a parent. If you hand it to them, they're not going to know how to get it for themselves. I handed you the best I knew, which was the word of God. So now there's no limit to what you could get. That's that inheritance God is talking about. God had to teach me that he t he's talking about when he say he give you an inheritance, that inheritance is the word of God. He gave it to us. And the best thing you could teach your kids is how to get in that word and access the keys of the kingdom. Most definitely. So talking to people who are afraid to pray in mm -hmm. front of people, mm -hmm. I must say I am one of those people. And I, don't, I don't know why. I don't want to pray in front of people. You should be the main people. one praying for folks. <laughs> you heard it all your life. I am a little bit timid when That's it comes to praying for people out loud. That's the enemy. How do you get past that level? I know a lot of people say, oh, well, you just got to practice, practice, practice. No, it ain't about practice because you can't practice to pray. Uh-huh. You know what it's about? When you full of the word. Yeah. It's about fear. The enemy don't want you to pray because he know the power you, you have. So, when you got power... And he's scared of you, he's going to put the spirit of fear in you to stop you from doing what you do. Because once you pray, your prayers will get to heaven quicker than anybody. Because I don't see you pull some stuff out of heaven that I ain't seen nobody, that I ain't even couldn't pull. You, had a per you prayed for a saxophone on your birthday when you were a little girl, young girl, teenage girl, for a brand new saxophone. And had the faith to walk it out and say, we're going to be on your birthday. And it was walked in the door by a couple. We ain't seen no more. We, ain't seen we might see them come in every now and then. But God laid it on a woman's heart that didn't know nothing about you. Yeah. How do you do that? Because you know how to pray. Who would want to stop somebody who could pray like that and get things like that? You want but to how, to do you, how do you build the courage to pray? In front of people. Stop being Everybody, <laughs> Everybody's not like you. You, you, you're, you don't have. One thing about prayer, you ain't got to pray the way I pray. Mm -hmm. Just pray in the manner I pray, mm -hmm. which with the word of God. Mm -hmm. if, you got, if, if you got scripture in you, you're a powerful person because you could pray. Yeah. If you got scripture in you, he said you could lay hands on the sick and they're recovered. Recover all. So I want to tap into that real quick. Um, healing prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we pray for healing, healing, mm -hmm. healing. And we don't see the person that we pray for get healed, mm -hmm. which we saw um, mm -hmm. during COVID. Um, but healing prayer, it works mm -hmm. if you have faith. Okay, let, let's talk about the healing. Yeah. It's one thing, you know, and I don't operate. I, I won't say that I operate in a healing anointing. Um, but one thing with healing is when, when Jesus, when Mary had, I, I look at this right here and this is something that blessed my soul. The Lord showed me years ago when the angel went before Mary, the angel told Mary that you're going to be pregnant. And Mary looked at the angel and said, how is this going to be seen? I know not a man. Mm -hmm. 
And Mary and, and the angel told her what whatever in the middle of the scripture. You have to go read it for yourself to figure all that part out. And the angel told Mary, you know, the, the, I was sitting here by God, and God told me to tell you, you're going to carry Jesus, the birth of Jesus, the Holy One. You're going to carry his son, and Joseph is going to be the father. Now, this angel told Mary all this, and in order for Mary to receive that, Mary said, well, be it unto me. She said, if yes, what you say, according to my faith, be it unto me, let it be done. Mm -hmm. She had to accept that, right? So I say that to say for healing. When a person is sick, if you're praying for them to be delivered and to be healed, and they not praying, their prayer is not lining up to it, they haven't accepted healing, mm -hmm. they're not going to receive it. Yeah. So, you know, um, they have to, they have to, there's, they have to line up to what was prayed for them because scripture say, be it done unto you, let it be done. It can't be it done unto you if you don't receive it. I can't pray for somebody with, with cancer and say, uh, you are here and expect them to be here the next day if they don't believe they're here. Exactly. Because it's according to your faith. Yeah. It's according to you. So that person might have already made up in their mind they were sick, they were gonna be sick, and they were gonna die with that sickness. And today, that's why the word of God, the word of God is so good. Thank you, Lord. Because he said, renew your mind daily. There is power in your mind. It starts out in the mind. Sickness starts out as a mind thing. Uh Anything you receive on this earth, it comes to the mind and manifests in the mind first. That's why we have to be careful what we think, what you put your mind to. And when you put your, that's why you have to be guard your gates. I taught you as a child to guard your gates. I didn't let you listen to all kind of music. Watch Netflix. I didn't let you watch all kind of TV. I, I wouldn't let you go to sleep with TV on. You couldn't even watch this. I had to uh, watch VeggieTales or TV. Veg and then I found out VeggieTales went right. I stopped that. You stopped that. <laughs> you had to watch TV in. I made you. There's power with your mind. That's the creative power. That's the creative power. That's that's where that power starts at that's in what your God mind. Gave you. Right. And a lot of kids got big imagination. Yeah. I knew that you had a big imagination. Um, God showed me a long time ago that you were gonna be before you were born, that you were gonna be doing something on a big platform. And I didn't realize it at the time because I wasn't saved. You thought I was just cute. I thought you were just going to be so pretty that everybody was going to come see my beautiful baby. <laughs> but it wasn't even like that. It, God, it was, God showed me the big picture before I saw the little picture. And that was showing me that you had a creative mind. And as life walked out, the more God showed me you, the more I knew to protect the mind gate to protect your mind. So I had to close off things from your mind, your eyesight, and your ear. That's why a lot of people battle with mental illness. A lot of people battle with mental illness because they open up their spirit, their soulish realm, to too many things. Mm -hmm. You have to cut that stuff off. You got to cut off, um, off um, watching certain shows. And, you know, I, I don't watch that kind of stuff, you know. 
perversion stuff. Because that's how the enemy can put you in cycles. He puts you, right. Because the enemy can't attack you unless you open up a thing for him to put you in a cycle. Right. He needs you, just like Jesus needs you for the earth to be created. That's what the enemy needs. He needs you too. And I I know, and that's why the word of God say, you cannot love two God, two fathers, because that means you're gonna love one and hate the other. Mm-hmm. That's what he means. You're either gonna be manifest what one say or the other. You, you can't have two gods. You can't say God bless me with this, and then go curse somebody out next door. You can't do that. You can't do that because that's loving two, two, two gods. And he, the word of God say, you'll love one and hate the other. Yeah. And God is a jealous God. He's jealous of us. Yeah. So so let's talk about praying against an attack, which kind of coexists with warfare praying. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you pray effectively against an attack? Okay, let me say this. I know with the this corona, this COVID-19, what they call it, and the, these different variants, I've First was like just accepting this stuff. And a lot of church went in the church. We shut the door. You know, I know my church didn't, honey. They didn't flint. Thank you, Jesus, for them because they were bold with it. They were bold. But a lot of churches, and, and, you know, this ain't nothing against them because I was one of the ones, you know, because this thing came at us different. But, you know, one thing about God, it didn't come at him different. Yeah. So I learned at, since been studying that the word of God said we gave he gave us dominion and power over and, and I've been telling everybody this that's kingdom minded because we need to pray. If you're kingdom minded, he said he gave us authority and power over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, over different kingdoms, bird of the air, the fish of the sea, the 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 um Everything but the sovereign kingdom, which is God. We 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 are, he he gave us dominion on this earth. That's the creative power. That's the creative power, right? Back to that creative power. Exactly. Okay. So I said, okay, Holy Ghost. So he told me that I repent. I said, Lord, forgive me, forgive me, because I let that thing come and just it's just willy nilly. They keep creating more, whoever out their mouth. Right, keep on clear. Hey, Mo said, yes. This thing coming back worse. The devil is a lie. This thing going to do this. No, it don't have no power. It don't have no power. God gave us creative power to stop things. If a tornado come, I, I said, Lord, say, you talk to them tornadoes and tell them to go back to the pits of hell where they belong. Why aren't you telling that that virus to go back? Because that's, that's the... um. That viral kingdom, that's that's that where the virus live. And I, I said, God, I can stop that canon. He said, Yeah, you got to talk to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and um, the Holy Ghost told me to stop it. And I say, by the power of God, the word of God say, whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatsoever I loose on earth is loose in heaven. That means what I allow, God allows. Mm-hmm. What I disallow, God disallow. So I disallow coronavirus, Delta variant, any variant, any virus, any form to keep coming in the name of Jesus. If you're a saint, you better play that. You better pray that over 
over your lives, over this. It cannot live in our community. It will not keep on ruling. It's not the author and finisher of our faith. It's not, it's not, it don't have dominion on this earth. Yeah. That's, that's how you, that's how you um, tap things down. That's how you, you shut the mouths of stuff. You walk in your God-given authority. We got to stop walking like weakless and walk in an authoritative manner. God said he gave us authority to tread upon the lions and the scorpions. He gave us authority. We rule, the king, we rule over the kingdom. We're over this earth. We, he gave us dominion. He went and took that key back. First, Adam had it. This is how it went. Adam had it, and Adam um, gave it away. Gave it away. He gave it to say. Then Jesus, which was the second Adam, Jesus came, and when he was born through a virgin, he came, and you all know the story. Jesus came, and, and if then, you don't know the story, well, some don't, but some do. Pick up your Bible and read it. Jesus came, and we got Jesus. And he, you know, he died, but he gave his life for us. Thank you, Lord. He gave his life for us. Sacrificially. Sacrificially. He gave it up effortlessly. They thought they took it, but they didn't take it. He gave it to them. Because he went back on the third day. And he went down. And snatched them keys. He got them keys back. And he, he took them back. And he got all power, ruled, and reigned in Jesus. And he said, the same power I have, you have. Greater shall you do. He gave us authority on this earth. And that's where we get it. the creative power from. That's where it comes from. Created by the creator to be creative. Amen. She put that plug in that issue. Had to add the plug in there. Amen. That's true. I felt that, y'all. I like to get the shine right there, but I did. <laughs> so let's talk about mm -hmm. this right here. If you can just give us three steps before you go about becoming better in our prayer life mm -hmm. and praying the will of the Father. Mm -hmm. Because we have to pray the will of the Father. Amen. Which, when you read your word, the mm -hmm. will becomes in doctrine inside of you. Mm -hmm. Because that's what happens when you read the word. Mm -hmm. It becomes a mirror. And you start reflecting on the word and becomes a part of your lifestyle. So it becomes the will. Awesome. So, three steps. Three steps. And what got me when I was first Christian, three steps is I learned, I read the word. I put the, committed the word to memory, the scripture. So one is read the word, know the word, and speak the word. Keep Jesus in remembrance of his word. The more you remind him of his word. So every time... Every time doubt comes up when you're believing God for something or believing God for delivering somebody, healing somebody, every time doubt comes up, speak the word over it. Speak the word. That means if I'm believing God for somebody to be saved and they connect it to me, the word of God said, I, I, and the same say, oh, they can't get saved. They too this, they too that. I said, I, and, and don't let that thing keep playing in your mind. You stop what you're doing, you, and you say, I don't care if you're around somebody. Go to the bathroom somewhere and say, Jesus said 
in his word. Because that's what Jesus did when Satan came and tempted him and tried to put doubt in his mind. He said, it is written. That's what he told him. He said, it is written. So when, when, when doubt comes in your mind, you praying for somebody to be saved, you say, it is written in the word of God that me and my whole house shall be saved. That's everything connected to me and my generation. And you call that person's name out and you say, they shall be and they will be saved by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. So Satan, shut your mouth in the name of Jesus. He got to flee. Every time you call the name of Jesus, he got to flee. He's a chicken. He's going to flee. He got no choice. He ain't got no choice because he ain't got no power. He ain't got no. <laughs> Unless you give it over to him. That's, that's right. what Adam did. And that's what a lot of, I have seen a lot of people do. Give their power over. Satan be pucking us out. They're just like a little kid. They mama give them a Kit Kat and they go to school. I ain't talking about nobody. You talking about me and my <laughs> Kit Kat. They go to school. I ain't going to talk about and that. And somebody take their Kit Kat. And nobody help you. You, you don't need no, God already helped you. I already gave you the word. So you let them take what it rightfully belongs to you. They're illegal. That is illegal. That's a sinner's. He's illegal. You don't let nobody take what's yours. That's just like somebody come in your house and taking everything that belongs to you and going and robbing you and going on about their business. They're stealing. He's a thief. He's a robber. And he ain't got no authority. And you look at that devil. And you tell him. I got caught up, y'all. You look at that devil. You tell him where he belongs. You tell him what the words say. Because the word put perspective back on what you're believing for. You put perspective back on what you believe for. And you watch God work. Because that's what he want to do. Show him who he is. And he know that. Satan know it. Why he know it? Because he used to be an archangel. He was one of the top angels, and he lost his place. We took his job. He's mad with you. He's going to be hot with me because I'm telling y'all the truth. I'm telling you. He, he, when you know the truth, it makes you free. A lot of people say it sets you free. That means it positions you to freedom. It positions you. It turns you to have what you say. He said, I shall have what I say. When you know that word and you know it on a level, that's why it's imperative at this point in time and in this hour to eat the word as food for your soul. Food for your soul. It ain't the time to be out here willy-nilly going here and there trying to get because you ain't going to make it in. You and, and if you do make it in, you can go up there and open up your boxes and everything going to be full. I want to experience. The Word of God said you can have heaven on earth. Praise God. He said what's you can have here. God gave us so much to obtain here, and we're allowing the enemy to keep what belongs to us. It can't be. It can't be. It won't work. He cannot have what God say we can have. We have the keys to the kingdom. Quit giving it over to him. Praise God. Amen. That's a good way to end it off. Amen. We're going to have to do a part two. Part two coming. Part two is coming. Y'all, we have Darlene Bell here, business owner, mother, prayer warrior. 
and she taught us about the creative power of prayer. And we thank you so much for being here today. Make sure you greet the people out. All right, y'all, you be blessed. Listen to this over and over. Get it in your spirit. Get it in your system. And know that God will work for you. And if you want to accept Jesus in your life, I'm going to end out with a prayer. Just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me new. I accept you. I repent for all my wrongdoings. I repent for everything that I've done. And I accept you as the Lord and Savior of my life. And if you prayed that prayer with me just then, I want to tell each and one of, every one of you, brother and sisters, welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. Amen. And thank you. Thank you for listening to the Created to be Creative podcast. Make sure you're subscribing and you're following us on all social media. Remember, you are creating daily, whether it's in your nine to five, in your business, or just in your wonderful talks with Jesus or with your family. Keep creating, y'all. To the maker, you gotta go tell your neighbor. I welcome you to the greatest show on earth, created to be a creator. I'm praying unto the maker, you gotta go tell your neighbors. I welcome you to the greatest show on earth, created to be a creator.